Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football tribalists. To contribute to the show, pose a topic of debate, or just complain about your favorite team, send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. That's plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag Pitch Invasion. Remember to follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username Pitch Invaded. Welcome back to Pitch Invasion, and uh, we are about to get underway with our second half, starting with the Carabao Cup final, where I, well, I think we all agree that we did not think that Chelsea were going to win. But up until that crazy moment of what happened, a lot of people I saw Kolo were giving uh, Sari some sort of credit in terms of how he set his team up. And tactically, they were much better than what had happened the last time they faced City. I mean, it was a good performance uh, from Chelsea. I mean, so also, Chelsea also needed this because, I mean, mm. it's a cup final. So yeah. they could have easily just, you know, uh, sort of silenced any sort of um, critic or doubt that, you know, anybody may have had by lifting this trophy. So it was a really, really big deal for them because that's the, obviously they still have uh, the Europa League to um, to play for. Yeah. But I mean, this was just on the doorstep. And, you know, regarding the whole Kepa situation, I, you know, it, it's a crazy and bizarre situation because, I mean, if you're a player, you know, if your coach pulls up your number, you come off. But I want to touch on something I, I think is even bigger than the Kepa thing, right? I think this situation with Kepa, right, has, an, has inadvertently, you know, going to uh, raise Chelsea to a higher level of taking him out the right. And I'll tell you why. Because I think now, it, the players were clearly not on Sarri's side. Yeah. But I think after this, the players will sit down and reflect and say, you know what, Kepa, you should have gone off. Hazard has gone off. Mm. William has gone off, right? Everybody's gone off at some point. You should have gone off. And that inadvertently takes the attention off Sarri and now it's on Kepa. Yeah. And now I think the players will be like, you know what, coach? Yeah, we see where you're coming from. We got you. And, you know, sometimes there are just moments of chaos that revive a team. Remember like with Arsenal, you know, oh, there was this, oh, Wenger uncertainty. Yeah. And then once it was announced that Wenger's going, the guys started playing the <laughs> championship football. So I think this this bit of adversity somehow will get, you know, the players on Sarri's side because they'll be like, Kepa was out of control here. He was out of hand. And he really and, was. you know, you look at Chelsea, they still, you know, uh, the Europa League to play yeah. for, uh, a Champions League place to finish. So they'll look at this and think, you know what? Penalties is how we lost and this, you know, situation may have affected the penalty takers mm. and so forth. So now they're like, you know what, coach? We were this close. Okay, we got you. Better performance. And they'll probably, you know, Kepa might be getting cold shoulders for the next couple of weeks and As they'll be should. on Sarri's side. And then before you know it, boom, you know, they turn around. And I think that situation, like I said, inadvertently may have just, you know, turned uh, things in Sarri's favor because the players, I think, may have just got on his side because of what Kepa's done. And that might be a bit of injection uh, on Sarri's side to say, guys, okay, look, um, you know, let's wipe the slate clean. Mm. You know, it, it doesn't get any worse than this. <laughs> really We've got doesn't. to a cup final. There's another cup to play for. Let's do this. It really doesn't. Are you, are you, are you, hearing, are you hearing all the blame on, on Kepa now? <laughs> I, I am. Who should, who should it be on? Who should it be on after what we saw? 
You know what's, what's interesting was that didn't we see that in the World Cup they took off Kutwa uh, and they put on Mignolet in a penalty shootout? No, which team did that in the World yes. Cup? Yes. The Dutch, sorry, the Dutch. They, they, they took off... Um, they, they put on Tim Oh, they, they, they and took off Jasper uh, uh, Silicon. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, and I think the tactic behind that, right, why they put on Caballero, the way I look at it was that Caballero is taller than... Um, than Kepa. Kepa, yeah. So he's got longer arms and got a longer mm. reach, and I think that may have been. I know they've come. No, no, but he's got he's got also a, he's got a better record. He's got a yes, better he's record. Also added to that, the he's better, got a better record. goalkeeping so, um, penalty penalty. Yeah, so I mean, the, the, the coach has clearly done his homework. That's why he waited late to yeah. make the sub, and that was the sub. And Kepa, you know, may have cost the team. So that's why I'm, I'm going back now to that thing where the players are going to look at it and say, you know what, Kepa cost us, mm. you know, possibly a cup title. And the coach had a plan. So they'll probably turn against Kepa and go Sari's way. And before you know it, it sounds like it sounds like Kola, it sounds like that's exactly what Kola wants to happen. <laughs> He's already thought about it so much. It's like, hmm, if they do this, then yes, gonna go. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh, Imika, uh, what did you make of that situation? And I mean, uh, from from your point of view, how how often have you seen something like that happen, especially in a, a high stakes game of football? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, this was this was um, it, it was it was quite a shocking um, uh, situation mm. because um, at least even he had the moment he could easily have gone. Kepa could have gone all the way to the touchline to, to talk to the coach. He stood there and he was. You know, signaling. In fact, uh, I saw something which someone put. I haven't double checked. Um, it's almost like, like his Wikipedia profile. They, they, they indicated that on 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 the <laughs> on the twenty fourth on the twenty on the twenty fourth of of uh, February twenty nineteen. He was he was just a coach for for a day. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter where they they they, um, they edited like a Kepa in a press conference and they put a caption there. Uh, Kepa has just lost his first game in charges. Chelsea. <laughs> Well, it's unfortunate that it happened in a game where, you know, up until that point, again, Chelsea were really, you know... I just believe that um, he didn't handle it well. Yeah. No, he definitely but didn't. how funny were those images of Sari just losing his mind on the side? <laughs> that was but, just classic. But you, you, you could see that that's... that's just like tension that has been has built up over oh, a couple of man. months. He was he just lost it. He was he could not believe what was happening. Shame. That's funnier man. I than feel so sorry for... with the water bottles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and they at but uh, that, that yeah, was... he was frus- he was frustrated, very frustrated. No, he really was. He really was. But that was one of a number of 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 talking points to come out of England over the weekend and. The other is, is I guess, Manchester City. They, they, they are champions of the Carabao Cup, and uh, I guess, in many ways, it's not really high on 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 their list of of of, of targets. But it gives them a chance, and this has been the talk for a number of weeks now, a number of months of a quadruple. Which no, each, no, I, I, no, no, and I agree with no, you because each and every no. season, Manchester City has you know, spoken of you know, about winning be, the quadruple. Uh, yeah. Loazi, Loazi, it could be Man City might end up the season with with that as the only thing that they won. That's very true. Are you saying this as an objective sports journalist, or are you no, saying, no, <laughs> saying that Liverpool are going to win the league title? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm being very objective. I'm just saying that they put unnecessary pressure on them on themselves with this whole talk of you know going for four titles. No, I think I think um, Imika, I think Pep will be the first to tell you that. You know, it's all that talk is not coming from City within City. It's it's obviously the the English media, and you know we know you know they. 
Warriors feels a, a weakened team in the Carabao Cup, but mm. that feels feels uh, a first team. Is no, that not a sign of how strong his squad but is, the, though? The thing is, though, Amika, right? The thing is, I, I, I think Mourinho started this trend when he came into the Premier League in playing strong teams in the Carabao Cup. Because mm. I remember him saying that, guys, it's still a cup, yeah. right? I want to win everything. And I remember, um, I can't remember the exact year. I think it may have been 2005 or something like that. Um, I'll just have to go back and check when Arsenal played Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final. And Wenger insisted on playing the same team that led him there, mm. uh, you know, with the Theo Walcott and so forth and all those guys that were kids then. And Mourinho wasn't messing around. He played the strongest team possible. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, Mourinho, you know, why would you play such a squad? It's a Carabao Cup final. But it's still a cup. So I don't blame Pep for going there and being serious and saying, guys, this is a trophy to win. Mm. Whether you guys in England regard it as a, you know, sub uh, tournament, you know, uh, it's not that important. But on my CV, mm. it has Pep another cup. Uh, that, and, and I mean, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, because again, I think it might be a sign, uh, Imika, of just how strong City squad is. And, you know, it leads very nicely. It leads very nicely. And to, that, that was 2007, that cup mm. final, 2007. It leads very nicely to the next point, Yumika, and we're going to talk about the squads because Manchester City, again, have got a very strong squad. We all know this. Um, you know, whoever you know, Pep decides to play, uh, you know, he's not he's not uh, a, a a a a fantasy Premier League uh, manager's nightmare for 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 no reason because he's got a strong squad. So he will play whomever that he feels should play that day. As far as Liverpool are concerned, do, do, do you feel that might be at the end of the season uh, a, a difference between the two sides, just how strong the squads are? Well, if at the end of the season um, on top, they might, not ask, they might not be accepted, but quite frankly, that, that has been the, the difference between the two teams, yeah. uh, especially in this, this second half of the season, because yeah. um, Liverpool, you know, they haven't coped well with injuries, and when when they've they've needed to to bring in people from the bench, I mean, like we saw last weekend, they brought in brought on Storage and Origi, mm. and even Shaqiri to, to a lesser extent. There, there wasn't, um, it wasn't the same team. There was yeah. there was just that that situation where the opponents could look at it and say, hey, we, we we're not so much afraid of, of them. I mean, there's no replacement for Firmino. There's no replacement for Van Dijk. Mm. Um, to an extent, maybe Fabinho has done well uh, to step in. Uh, you know, they're lucky to have him. Yeah. Um, Alisson, if, if if he's not there, you know, Mignolet doesn't inspire anyone. So, um, you know, you know, quite frankly, Man, Man City, Man City, on the other hand, you know, they can afford to go. They went without Fabinho for yeah. for a while. Even Gabriel Jesus has been injured, and they still have players to to come on. And Pep can decide to play. Uh, without a striker. How much of Liverpool, a worry, Imika, um, can't. Imika from, a, from a Liverpool point of view, how much of a worry is it uh, that, you know, well, uh, currently uh, your front three isn't quite, you front know, two. firing on all cylinders. Sorry, front uh, two. Front two. <laughs> front two. Isn't quite firing on all cylinders. <laughs> Sadio Mane, uh, Mohamed Salah aren't, aren't the, the, the threat that we know they can be. Well, I mean, before the last game, Man uh, scored in, the, in, his, in, in four straight games, so you wouldn't say they're not firing. Salah is still top scorer in the league. It's just that they set so high a standard last season that everyone judges them on, on that. Is, it, is, it, is that, that what you think it is? Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish, let me finish. I think... I think <laughs> yes, Ibika? Yeah, the, the, the line... Salah is still at the top of the table. Yeah, go ahead. 
Salah, I'm, I'm saying that Salah is still is still top scorer mm. in the league. So I mean, the the, the point is, um, you know, the the, the uh, club tweaked the system a bit this season and pulls Firmino back into almost like a number ten position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, behind behind Salah, who was now playing playing up there, and you know, it, it's it's it, it worked in in certain games, and for the most part. Especially since the turn of the of the new year, it just hasn't worked for them. The one game where he switched back to what they, they did last season, we, we saw how they were setting the way against Bournemouth. Mm. So um, he needs to look at at it and say, you know, do I want to go back to what worked for me last year? Especially now that he doesn't have too many options coming off the bench, and now Firmino, no, no one knows if he's in, injured for long or it's just uh, a minor blip. Um, okay. He needs to go to what what works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so in, in, Salah in the, so, 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 sorry, Salah, Salah on the right, money on the left, and yeah. Firmino in that uh, central central position. That's the only thing that will work for them. Okay. So, in terms of in terms of this little blip that Liverpool are currently going through, what, what, what needs to change? Uh, is it just a, a case of getting those three in the right uh, um, um, positions, uh, or do you think it's deeper than uh, that? I, I think I think you know uh, if, if they get back a few. Players, Joe Gomez obviously won't come back on time, mm-hmm. and uh, Ox still has a couple more weeks to go before he's he's ready. But they've got Trent Alexander Arnold back, and uh, Van Dijk has had the suspension. So, um, on on the whole, you know, the, the, he needs to to now decide for himself um, how how he picks his midfield. And the funny part of it is that the one man who looks to be key for Liverpool. It's, it was obvious that in the last few games that they've had um, um, Keita, he may not have done so much, but but his game improved. Uh, so so playing without him, there was obviously a, uh, something missing in terms of you know the, the, the drive that he's brought in the, in the last couple of games. Yeah. So maybe Klopp needs to needs to trust him a bit more because it's quite obvious that that Wijnaldum, um, Henderson, and and Milner, um, you know, they they they're, they're more Tilted towards a more defensive role than than creative. Mm. There's another yeah. uh, story that was missed over the weekend: um, Henderson and Klopp, right? Oh, yes, um, yes, yes. You know the, yeah. the lack of the a hand, handshake. Yeah. You know, and Henderson throwing his hands in the air in disgust. And you know, the moment you see something like that, when a team is contending for the title, mm. they are feeling the pressure. Yeah. Okay, because if Jordan Henderson knew what was at stake and he knew that this is for the better of the team, he would not have done that. Mm. So that to me, when I saw that, no, I, 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 I personally think Klopp, Klopp got his substitutions wrong. I thought that at the moment um, he was making that substitution of Firmino, he probably should have brought on Tata who was on the bench mm. or even brought on um, um, what was his name? Shakiri uh, to play on the right and, and Salah moves in the middle. Mm. You know, bringing on storage, um, you know, kind of took this thing out of the, the Liverpool attack and then to now decide to take out Henderson who for me I think even against Bayern Munich was the best player yeah he did have and good you know has, has been quite 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 key I think mm-hmm. to a large extent maybe Henderson was a bit frustrated that you know he was the one taken out, out in that game because he, he, Henderson is very competitive mm. no, and, he, and you can see yeah yeah, yeah. go on yeah, 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 yeah. So you can see his frustration, but I don't think you can read too much into it because um, him and the coach eventually did have um, some kind of conversation, and he went back to his seat. So uh, let's, he's let's, not that let's kind hope, of player. Let's hope for Liverpool's sake, we, we, there isn't much into that because uh, from again from what, the outside, what is funny? What, what is funny? What is funny? Everyone yeah. is reading everything into the team, but uh, <laughs> for everything that they've read, they're still top of the table, and and that's that's what that's the that's the surprise for me. Even for me as a fan, it's the surprise that for all the bleep. And all yeah. the the 
the points or the way they've played. Mm. Um, you know, how they're still on top of the table is, is a mystery for me. Okay. Well, let's, let's hope that's still the case yeah, come April. Yeah, it's a mystery for us as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what, what, what uh, I guess, didn't inspire a lot of people either, and um, uh, I guess against United, Yumika, is that even after United's injuries and... I guess a bizarre first half where literally everyone seemed to be, you know, falling. Liverpool's second half didn't come out and actually really put United under a lot of pressure. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that in moving on to United... And it's it's a weird, and weird situation. It was a very weird situation. It really was. But it, it speaks to what I've been saying for the last yeah, but, uh, Liverpool. Their lack of a number nine or recognised number nine is going to cost them because they tried too hard going out wide, trying to break them down and it failed and they just had nobody in the middle. Look, I know Firmino went off injured early, but even when he was at the game, the mm. only threat he had was the misplaced pass that De Gea eventually swooped up. Mm. Right? Yeah, but, but, but second, second half, second half you, you had you had Origi and, and oh, Story too about I, I, number nine. I, I, what Amica, did you do? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about serious threats, like not fly-by-nights. <laughs> ever since that goal, Origi scored, like that's been it. Fly-by-night fly by night professional footballers. But uh, let's touch on, uh, you know, before we move on, let's touch on United. Uh, a curious case of injuries because it's the last thing I guess <laughs> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would have wanted at this stage he's literally you know a, a Pogba injury away from losing all his attacking players which is uh, I, I guess <laughs> Romelu Lukaku would still be there but he's literally an injury away uh, from losing all the I guess the influential players literally all of them that he's had um, uh, you know since he's taken over boo hoo oh okay, okay. Arsenal have dealt this entire season with literally a casualty ward. Are you serious? We've how many injuries have Arsenal had this year? Are you serious? Our entire back four, our entire back four, left to right back, has been injured. Who's been injured? Monreal, Koscielny, Mustafi. Oh my goodness. Socrates, no, Bellerin like, is out. It's like it's the like Vrapinos, our backup is Listen, injured. We've it's injuries through a period. It's injuries we, to it's injuries to it's injuries to squad members, not to actually no, to actual. No, entire come starting on. back line at come some point on. this season has been injured. So when who I'm is your starting back line? United, who is your starting back line? Well, you've got Kalasinet, you've got Mustafi, you've got Socrates, and you've got Bellerin. Currently, Bellerin is not in there. Uh, you know, um, Socrates just came back from an injury. Oh my, absolutely. You know, goodness. So Trust an Arsenal had, fan to make this and about you've Arsenal. You've had Mikitarian injured at some point. No, he's had, a squad uh, member at best. Great, the great He's a squad. He's a squad. No, 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 so no, no. no. Had, we, we all know that he, had he been fit, he still wouldn't play. So we've had Mikitarian so is a squad you, member at best. I, I really don't understand why the world all of a sudden is like, oh my gosh, what's Solskjaer going to do? All these injuries. <laughs> Arsenal have played the entire season without the starting you know back what? line we're gonna, at some we're going to move on from and this because until Arsenal until four. Arsenal Can't. until Arsenal lose uh, 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 Aubameyang Lacazette and and Flippin Iwobi we, we can't we can't have this conversation. You're going to tell me about defenders that are at best second rate? Come on, please. But what it does do though <laughs> is, as you've mentioned, Arsenal back into the top four, and again that race is just going to be really as intense as the title race really at this stage of the season. I tell you what, if Arsenal beat Tottenham Hotspur, listen to me. If Arsenal beat Tottenham Hotspur, uh-huh. right? We are guaranteed that top four place because listen, I cannot see listen, us losing if, to Man if United Arsenal, next week if we beat. If, Ars- if Arsenal beat Tottenham, that will mean there will be about five or six points between third and sixth. You know, you know, the thing is that's interesting about um, Saturday's game is that you know, 
Spurs have dealt with such a, you know, they've dealt without Harry Kane mm. for an extended period, and the, he comes in and then they lose. So, you know, Harry Kane still has to find uh, his form again, although mm. he did score. But, you know, you could see he was a bit rusty. And, you know, he does have a good record against Arsenal. He really does punish Arsenal. Is it is it at the, at, at, at Wembley? Yeah, it's at Wembley. So, you know, Arsenal have a situation here where they can psychologically instill that belief again within themselves, like they did when they went to on that 22-game run, where, you know, you beat the Spurs and United comes the next week. And, you know, it, th- those are two... Those are back-to-back so games it's, it's, where if Arsenal take four yeah. out of six... Or, you know what, I wouldn't be so... You know, I wouldn't be mad if we took three out of six. But the point that I'm trying to make is the game against Spurs mm. is really going to say a lot about Arsenal and in terms of how they finish the season because there are still some tough games away from home. But to beat Spurs it's, it's a big week. away from home mm. when it means so much, it's a big week because before the Spurs play you guys, they've got Chelsea. Yes, so they've got Chelsea. So they've got Chelsea midweek. So two London derbies. For so two London know. derbies, and then and that's and that's the point I was making with Spurs. Spurs lose to if Spurs lose to Chelsea or draw, or lose to Arsenal or draw, that third spot is not as comfortable anymore because I think they're about maybe seven points clear oh. at the moment. Mm. They drop points there, they will be dragged right back into the race for top four, which means four teams will be battling for those two spots. So I'm, I'm as a United fan, I'm thinking to myself, I'm hoping that Spurs drop points against Chelsea and you guys because but we want to drag them in as well. You know, I I know this is about Arsenal and uh, and Spurs, but you know we also <laughs> sidelining Chelsea. No, no, like, and we can't. You know, they, they're we not really a feature can't. in this game because, yeah. like you said, Spurs are playing uh, uh, a Chelsea midweek, yeah. and that game too can have a huge bearing on you know the game against Arsenal Absolutely. the weekend because if if um, if Spurs get battered yeah. by Chelsea, right, and Arsenal do beat Bournemouth, you know we come into Wembley licking our lips, thinking, okay, look, there's a game here for the taking, yeah. and fourth place. You know, you could put a significant, you can plant your flag yeah. and say, we're here for this fourth uh, yeah. spot. And who knows from then on with the coming fixtures against United, you know, like I said, the game against United will then essentially be the, the final for the fourth place. And before we even play Chelsea, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the game that's coming up for United. Uh, we've got Crystal Palace. We're traveling to Crystal Palace with a, a wounded team and Palace at a home. Hungry, rejuvenated, yeah, exactly. determined, Zaha. Palace at home. Palace at home are wow. such a difficult team to play. So if you don't have your full arsenal... Take you know going to 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 Palace. It's gonna be a, 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 I think Palace at home two years ago was the first time that that Wenger out <laughs> so, opened the stadium. So Palace away. But Emika, Emika, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's it's very nice being a Liverpool fan because you're sitting at the top there and just watching the rest of us like batter each other for that top four spot. <laughs> No, no, it's, I think I think this this is in the, the top four has been very very exciting. It's mm. been really really um, so much drama, and you know at the end of the season, whoever finishes in that in that position will have ended. Yeah. Well, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying I'm saying that whoever finishes in the top four, um, out of out of Man, Man United, Chelsea, and Arsenal would have ended that, that that spot because we we've never had it this rough. I don't think you, I don't I, you know I I wanna I wanna bring Spurs into that as well because in look I think the one thing that we have seen from Spurs actually maybe in the past two months is that any any challenge that has been thrown at them Poch has actually you know overcome so this defeat now to Burnley going into Chelsea going into Arsenal is just another really big and, and, and test I mean, that he, has, he needs against, to pass the defeat against Burnley is, is not unthinkable because mm. I, I saw some stat that Burnley are one of two teams 
in 2019 that are undefeated. Yeah. Right? And the other thing is, you look at Burnley, should have beaten United at, at United. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, the loss against Burnley, it, it wasn't like such a, a dumbfounded yeah. loss or like, you know, beyond uh, belief that mm. they could lose to Burnley at home. So, uh, away from home. So, but the, Spurs, the other thing I, yeah. I must say, just two quick points I will say is that, I mean, you, you can see this in South African football now. Uh, and you see, obviously, we've been seeing it in the English Premier League for decades now what continental football can do to the domestic front. Mm. Because you look in South African football, right? Obviously, the top two teams, Champions League. But third and fourth, and you know, with the NetBank Cup and so forth, there's continental places to yeah. play for. So now, teams are no longer just fighting for the top eight here yeah. in South Africa. There's third, fourth place and the NetBank Cup to play for. So now, you look at it in England, you know, fourth place for everybody that was on Arsene Wenger's case for the last decade, <laughs> all of a sudden, fourth place becomes like this... <laughs> the holy grail of of uh, english football outside of uh, winning the league mm. you know there's a bit of respect now on, uh, on on fourth place so i think continental football you know has done a lot to change the landscape uh in, in respective leagues especially when you know the top you know the so-called top six now you know is that competitive yeah. that it's going to be sad to see you know two of you know big teams essentially fall mm. out of uh, the Champions League come on United come on United no that third spot is yours Come on, the Red Devils. But uh, you know what? The rest of the season is really just going to be really just ridiculously good because the the, the, the the type of games that are still coming up are going to be so, so good to watch. And Liverpool are in a position where they cannot afford to drop points, not against when this City team is playing like this and this confident. Uh, a City as well can't afford to drop points. In fact, yeah, the top six can't and, afford and, to drop and points. Can I just touch on something? Amika, I hope you're listening loud and clear You know, to this. Say what you I, want to I, say. I am, yes. Say what you want to say about City and Liverpool being on top. But as things stand, they have a trophy. Liverpool don't. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll give that to you. I'll give that to you. I, I, I'll give My that goodness, to you. you have uh, humbled Imika. Ola has humbled Imika. It took us 27 episodes for Imika to be humbled by Ola. Wow. <laughs> but uh, before we do close we, we 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 have to talk about uh, there's a lot coming up this week in 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 European football we've got the El Clasico um which will be I guess the second of the week if you include the Copa del Rey second leg as well uh, this is on the back of you know our notes say Gareth Bale bailing out Madrid it wasn't Gareth Bale it was VAR system once again yeah. bailing out Real Madrid I don't know I mean look VAR system we all agree is great for the game but it cannot lean towards one team already it's only been about three months well I mean well in the, in the, past, in, in the past people will say that that uh, Real Madrid benefited from 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 uh, referees mm. now it will it will appear that VAR no, it's also seems to be in a space of two weeks, there's been three calls for, for Real Madrid VAR and all three just like, what? There was one IS Champions League, the other, the penalty that they won against Atletico where the tackle was clearly yeah. outside. And then this, what happened with Casemiro, I could not believe it. Imika, I was just, I was so shocked. I was like, no, how is it that the person who was then tasked with going through these reviews also decided, yeah, that's a penalty. Well, it, it, it will seem, seem like that, but um, at the end of the day, it all adds to the drama. VAR is supposed to take away drama, but, it, it, but it's not. Oh, no, it really isn't. Drama it really isn't. And uh, what, um, we, it's, it's, it's what we heard last week, 
and with what we heard last week, Mika, that uh, AFCON 2019 will be using VAR, Ooh. it's not going to go down well in African football this thing. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, it is. We, it is we have referees suspended here. We haven't had practice in Africa and we want to go with it. I think <laughs> it's not going to go down well at all. I'm saying we have CAF referees here being uh, um, banned for life for <laughs> fixing matches and taking bribes. God bless the VAR official. You know, oh, maybe, my goodness. He, he edited the VAR official. <laughs> <some people. laughs> so, hey, I don't know how that's going to work out here in the future. Yeah, no, that's going to be really interesting. FCON 2019 with VAR. That's really, I don't see a lot of good coming from that. But uh, anyway, uh, Serie A, we've got Lazio Roma, a big derby uh, on our hands. Roma really pushing hard for that uh, top four spot as well, alongside the two Milan clubs. Uh, but a big one, we'll also see Juventus up against Napoli uh, for the second time this season. I think at the first round game was Juventus won. I think by it was it three 0 Yeah, it was a comfortable. Was win a comfortable Juventus, win. Yeah. A lot has changed since then. A lot of pressure on Juventus, especially uh, away from home, especially since that uh, defeat at the hands of Atletico. We saw them in action over the weekend. They weren't well, extremely. Good, funny, uh, very funny. Yeah, yeah, they weren't good at all. So uh, this is going to be, a, a, I guess, the good thing for Juventus at this stage is that they've got a huge cushion to 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 you know to protect uh, in, in in the league standings. Which is why I think they will sacrifice you know their star players. Yeah. Yeah. and sacrifice an unbeaten record because they've done it before yeah. I mean I, I I don't think you get any merit for doing it again you know you've done it before and do you think their focus is, is, is very much on trying to oh, overturn yes, that course. leg that, that I'll, I'll be leg? surprised I don't, I don't think I'll see Dybala Ronaldo mm-hmm. you know maybe two of the four defenders on there I think yeah. you'll see the fringe players uh, I mean they still have a big uh, squad of quality yeah. so I don't think you'll see the star players in this game whatsoever because I mean they have to overturn a 2-0 deficit mm. and that's going to require your attacking front yeah. to be fully fit and recharged then why would you play them in this game? Mm. Especially away from home uh, as well. Uh, Emika, yeah. uh, looking forward to the second leg of the UEFA Champions League. Uh, as far as Liverpool are concerned, your thoughts on, on the chances that uh, you, you, you guys have at going Out. to Bayern and uh, doing the job? Oh, we'll get we'll get Emika's uh, thoughts on that one. Are you saying out for Liverpool? Out. Liverpool are out. I, look, I know I've, I've been touching on this. You know, again, no, no team is winning anything without a number nine. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. Okay, so <laughs> Liverpool out. Uh, Dortmund, uh, I think we can safely out. say out um, because I thought other than Spurs will give away a three goal uh, lead. Uh, look, stranger things have happened, but uh, Dortmund out. Although they did, oh, Dortmund did hammer Atletico Madrid four uh, no. You know, so. that's true. That's true. Um, well, uh, Real Madrid at home, two one. Nah, they're going to win that. They're going to win that. I, the other interesting one, obviously, that's um, going to be uh, no much later. But mm. the Barcelona Lyon one. Yeah. You know, because that at nil nil, Lyon, an attacking team, they've got nothing to lose. Uh, do you think they, they? Do you think they've got what it takes to outscore Barca at at? They, they don't have to. Based they just on, have to they match their score. Yeah. They just have to match their score. Uh, based on what we saw from set number nine, uh, set number ten rather at Jeez, the weekend. You know, let me tell you something. If Messi plays like that, um, <laughs> look, he has been playing like that. But if Messi plays like that against Leon, then it's I curtains. Think it slides off. Uh, yeah, look, it's curtains for Leon. I, I think they so they probably watched that and thought to themselves, it's a wrong time. Yeah. Why? It's a wrong time for him to. He was just absolutely magical once again. For the umpteenth time, uh, United, I guess, yeah, out. O U T, O U T. 
I expected nothing less from you, Ola. Uh, any of the other big sides that we've missed out? Man City. I mean, uh, the Man City game. You know, I think at home they will. They will. Plus, uh, Man City's record in the Champions League at home has been suspect. Remember, Actually, Monaco true. knocked them yeah. out. Shakhtar Donetsk yeah. have uh, you know claimed a, a, a Leon a beat them at the start of the season. Leon have yeah. got a result. So Man City at home in the Champions League, there's a three bit two, of an allergy. At three two, I guess yeah, the they're not as so. safe as they would want to be. But uh, again, it just tells you of how crazily open this year's UEFA Champions League no, uh, is. is. And uh, I remember, in closing, I remember saying that I do not think Juventus are going to win this season. No, if they do if they do beat Atletico, man. It will be a huge a huge result. Yeah. And probably a type of result that could drive them all the way through to the final. But uh, it's strange to be, to be uh, this deep into the Champions League and Ronaldo still only has one goal in the competition. It's, it's, it's a bit strange. Well, I think, remember, uh, Juventus predicate uh, their football on that defense, you yeah. know, being an Italian team. And that's how they got to those finals. You know, they didn't concede many goals. Mm. They just nicked it in one goal there. Remember Morata, that goal that he snuck yeah. in at the Bernabeu. So I, I, I think, you know, it's possible that, you know, Ronaldo and Juve will probably at some point have to readjust and say, guys, uh, let the back four do their job, but mm. we're solely focusing on attack and, you know, they'll let the attack do the talk. Well, I guess they have to. In the, at no, home, they have to. They have to. It's, it's not going to be how they defend that's going to win them that second leg. Uh, they have to, uh, you know, try and batter Atletico Madrid as much as they possibly can. But again, that's going to be such, such uh, good watching. Uh, the second legs, a lot of the games, I guess, in many ways have already been decided, but a lot of them as well. They hang by a thread, which uh, will mean uh, come the third and fourth, if I'm not mistaken, of March, there's going to be a lot of teams crying and a lot of teams, I guess, celebrating going through to the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League. Uh, and, and a certain English team can focus solely on the Premier League. I'm just saying. I'm, not, I'm just saying. <laughs> if only Imika was on. <laughs> anyway, a, a big week to come in uh, football, both locally and, of course, abroad. And we cannot wait to dissect it with you uh, on our next episode of Pitch Invasion. But for now, I'm Loazizi Kulbu. Hola, Makwaza. And from all of us here, it's goodbye.